This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Hey, Tom and Cecil. This is Jeremiah. Uh, had a shitty week at work, uh, so thanks for helping me get through it by listening to you guys. I've noticed a lot of these uh, these uh, conservatives, when they freak out about all this gay marriage stuff, whenever, whenever they want to say it's an affront to God, they get all breathy and they're like, <laughs> the Supreme Court told us that God was wrong, which leads me to believe uh, my hypothesis that uh, they believe in God because of any like faith-based things or indoctrination, but really they just get an orgasm every time they say the word God. So anyway, uh, thanks for what you do. Glory hole, motherfuckers. Bye. You have to masturbate for Jesus. You have to masturbate. Christ. His hands are nailed to the cross, so you have to masturbate for Christ. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live-ish from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago. This is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irrelevance to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is... No welcome at yet, but we're still working we're on close. it. We're, we're closer getting, than we were. We are. We've got the tip in at this point. You guys built a huge ass badass studio, and you couldn't buy like a three dollar <laughs> mat at a like flea market. You just don't. You just don't I, fucking go out and just buy a mat. We have to have a custom mat made, <laughs> motherfucker. This is a very <laughs> minor expense. Like I, I think you're. You guys are so, uh, uh, you know, averse to spending money that you even put in your intro that you don't have this $3 yeah, I, piece of I, shit I, item. That is dedication to cheapness, my friends. I feel like you shouldn't even speak until you've been fucking spoken to and introduced properly. <laughs> right? Whoa. Whoa. Holy shit. So I'm just going to have Whoa. to reel wow. you back in. <laughs> See, so you got to take that shit from Tom? Oh, oh is he great? <laughs> He doesn't have to introduce oh. me, bitch. Oh, <laughs> snap! Uh. This is my show. You wouldn't exist out here if it wasn't for me. It's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so we are Wait, joined. Wait, what episode oh. is it? It's episode 237, motherfucker. No, it's not, 238. Bitch. <laughs> 238. God damn it! <laughs> Fuck! Uh. It is totally not 237. 238. So. Oh, 90, God. 40. We Three. are 238 episodes into this, and you still can't fucking get the name. <laughs> well, the fucking Tom did lose like a week right. of his life, didn't he? Or like a, I mean, yeah, no, he's uh, still on. He's still on meningitis time. Yeah, so. Exactly. <laughs> well, I'm I'm unfortunately not on the meningitis drugs anymore. Mm. Which, uh, well, actually, I don't really remember them. Yeah. I hear they're good though. I don't know. I, yeah, how far out of it are you? Like, do you know 9/11 happened, or how, how much time? <laughs> 
Because this is going to be really uncomfortable if I have to explain it to you. I'm not doing it. I'm not it. So, Tom, there's a black guy present. So I don't know. Get out of town. (laughs) Wow. Okay, so we are joined by Thomas from Thomas and the Bible, but now just Thomas in the New Testament because motherfucker finished the Old Testament. Yes, I would. I would cheer, except that it's like, do you think people who are freed from the Holocaust cheered like, yay? (laughs) I don't really think. Sorry to go there right away. No, they couldn't throw their arms; they were too exhausted (laughs) to lift their limbs. I mean, I'm just laying there like, I would be very mirthful if I could move. I I mean, it it really let us roll our eyelids in joy. Uh, it's more like, oh, okay, this is not, okay, I guess, you know, there's no, I can't cheer. There's no, it's, it's going from the worst circumstances ever to unknown. That's what, that's what it feels like. So, yeah. So you basically like you jumped off of a burning ship in the middle of the ocean, but you're still fucking stranded at sea, right? Mm -hmm. Like that was real bad and you're glad that's over. But maybe now it's time to be eaten by sharks. You have no idea, right? How yes. long did it take you to get through the – did Dude, you count in the – not had, in episode, episode numbers, but say weeks? You had to ask. Well, I could tell you um, <laughs> I I had originally mapped out because I'm weird. I had mapped out the whole schedule of I wanted it to be 260 episodes because that's like a working year every day of the week. So that was my original plan. So to answer Jesus. your question, it took 196 episodes – and uh, because I didn't hit every week, it took five years and two months, and I'm not <laughs> yeah. exaggerating. So it, what it what is your what is your expected finishing date for the New Testament? Ah, well, I, I don't think anybody really finishes when they think they're going to finish. So I'm no, just well, I will say that I will finish exactly what I'm going to finish because once once I don't know about you guys, but once I had some people, some very very kind people donating to me to do the show, I have not missed an episode since. Wow. And it's fucking all about the money with this guy. Well, huh? it's more the the, the <laughs> emotional I'm leverage. Fucking with you, it's more, it's uh. the the emotional leverage. You know, it's just like these people. <laughs> I think it's well for me. I think it is. Yeah, I mean, I am all about the the Benjamins, of course, and I make nearly point one oh Benjamins per episode. <laughs> no, I. Uh, <laughs> It's it's I think for me You get like a little corner of a Benjamin You get like his nose like yeah. his... <laughs> You record an episode and you can smell I the get, pizza I get you one of <laughs> I get one of Benjamin's like stem cells that someone is trying to clone into a dude named Benjamin but it's like not even close to a full person He walks into a Jimmy John's they turn off the free smells light They're like no sir <laughs> Not for you. Wow, that must be a very uh, regional reference or something. I have no fucking idea what you just said. You don't know what a Jimmy John's translate. is? Translate. Someone translate for me. Anyone? What? Wait, do you know, know what a Jimmy John's is? What kind of backward, barbaric fucking town do you live in? Do you not have Jimmy John's? <laughs> no, I don't have that. Jesus. But you guys don't have In-N-Out Burger, so you can just go we fuck the right old In-N-Out. In-N-Out Burger is shit. Okay, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh that is garbage. Oh, my God. I would God. rather eat that a White is... Castle. Oh, Good don't Lord. hey, whoa. In-N-Out. Let's not Holy. let it come to that. <laughs> no, you, you have an out burger. I'd rather eat a fucking shit sandwich. Are you <laughs> I kidding me? literally just started loading a gun that I'm going to take to you guys. You have any idea how good In N Out is? You got I can't I don't know if I can continue. No, I've been there I like can't. three times and each time it's been the oh worst meal God. I've ever had. It's it's basically rotten banana peels and cigarette. I'm lust. not talking to human beings right now. I what what alien species are you? It's like But whatever's worse than that. It, it's like what you scrape out of the toilet at Jack in the Box. <laughs> 
so to answer your question, I'll be finishing the New Testament <laughs> April 27th of 2000. Uh, oh, no, that's the wrong date. I will be. That was something you else. You don't know what the fuck you're be, doing. I will be finishing it October 5th of 2016. Wow. Yeah. That's not that far off. Good for you. That's amazing. Man, I mean, you might actually complete this. I know. That'll have Holy been, shit. At that point, it will have been uh, six and a half years. <laughs> God, I got to start listening to this show. Nah, you really don't. <laughs> Jeez. I'm, I'm waiting until he's done, and I'm just going to listen to it all In one, one day. Year. Like <laughs> one working year. Like you're going to like Netflix binge it? Yeah, no, it's gonna... like, it's like uh, uh, he said I could listen to it one a day. I'll just going to listen to well, one a day. You know, it might seem weird, but I did model it after. What I did was way back in the 90s when I started this podcast, <laughs> it was... <laughs> I, it literally. First, I had to conceive of the podcast as a medium. <laughs> yeah. yeah. First, I, I was like a Nostradamus. You have no idea. Also, I was like twelve in the ninety. You know, at some point in the night. <laughs> but uh, I, I wanted to get through the Bible and actually read it. But of course, since I was a working man, I didn't have time to actually read this boring piece of shit. So I thought, oh, I'll listen to someone read the Bible. And I found a podcast, and it was you know a Bible reading a day for a year or whatever. So I modeled it after that. But it was by a Christian who I couldn't even the, – the guy read the whole thing like this. So then, Matthew. Uh, was it Dan 25, Carlin? Uh, no. It, well, actually, that, <laughs> that did sound like Dan Carlin. Again. <laughs> this was before Dan Carlin was born. So that I wouldn't have thought of that joke. But now, in retrospect, it does make sense. <laughs> before he was born. That's awesome. Um, all right, so you're you're eventually going to finish the Bible. You finish the New Testament. Old highlights, Testament. lowlights. You know, come on. Give me the – Give me, give me the Sports Center version. Oh my God. Well, okay. So here's the thing. No one knows this because literally not a single human being has ever read the Bible. It's actually I'm the first person to. Have, <laughs> I feel like that sometimes. I feel like I'm the first person who has ever read this book because I every every chapter is like there's no this there's no way I, we would hear about this every day in the news. Hey, this just in the Bible is the fucking stupidest piece of shit I've ever read. Every day, that would be new. That would be like leading news. Like, have you – seriously, everybody, go look at the Bible. It is the dumbest thing. And it's not – this is not like, oh, Thomas the atheist is like because he hates the Bible. Like, no. It, this If I believed <laughs> no. in God and I read this thing, I would be like, what is this piece of shit? The last – I don't know how many years of my life. This is <laughs> This is a man's life. This is years of a man's life we're talking about. The last uh, however many years after Genesis, Exodus, blah, blah, blah. The first part, okay, kind of interesting, pretty dumb still and horrifying. But like kind of things happen. <laughs> there's some stories that, you know, God or whoever's writing this piece of shit is trying to like explain stuff like, oh, so that's why it hurts. So when it's dumb and horrifying. So it's like a Matrix sequel. Like the beginning <laughs> is like a Matrix yeah, sequel. But it's, oh, like, <laughs> but it's like, hey, guys, that's why it hurts when a woman gives birth because she ate of the apple. Like, oh, okay, sure, Bible. All right. Yeah. <laughs> And, it, and it's like it's, it's not because she's squeezing yeah. a child. Yeah. Are, you sure, yeah. Yeah. Are you sure? It's not the stretching and the ripping that's yeah. hurting. Before, before. As, as if that were a great mystery, like that needed yeah, to be right, solved. Like, right. well, why does that hurt? Well, motherfucker, why do you think it hurts? Have you seen the motherfucking miracle of birth? It is a goddamn horror. Yeah, show. I'm oh still gosh. waiting for the Bible story that explains why it hurts when I set my balls on fire. Because that, that I just don't understand. <laughs> If we apparently we need these just so stories of like oh, oh that's why it's painful to pass a fucking human being through your vagina oh I get it <laughs> thank you for that tidbit before this the you know Eve ate of the apple as it were did, did were babies like really aerodynamic like they're kind of pointy 
and they just like it was, just, she like leaned over and shot him through goalposts. Like that's how fast they came yeah, out. You it was like it's like one of those tennis ball pitching machines. It just goes right out of there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Adam was like, "Hey, line him up. I want to do some batting practice. Just yeah. fire some of those bad boys at me." Swing. I don't know right from wrong. I'm fucking Adam. Yeah, can you put some curve on that thing? Yeah, give me a give me a sinker. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I contend if you hit them, they're all sinkers. So that's a. Yeah, but anyway, uh, to, so the beginning <laughs> skips over that. No, no, it was, it was, I was, I figured you're going to edit in like a long laugh track there. So I just was yeah. carrying on. Look, we're professionals. <laughs> we're all podcasters here. We know how it works. Professionals. You, you edit in the long fucking that. hours oh, yeah. of laughter, like Absolutely. studio laughter after yeah. all your jokes. I am going to edit in a laugh track now. I'm going to take the one from Big Bang Theory and put oh, it in Oh, God. There. So in the beginning, it's, well, that was like the Bible. In the in beginning. In the beginning. The Bible is wacky. You know, it's fun. Oh, get out of here, Bible. That's so silly. <laughs> and then. Oh, you. Then oh, proceeds. Look at him dash the heads of those children against the rock. <laughs> yeah, you know, wacky card. stuff like that. But then it, uh, it proceeds to just be, I, I, I wish I could describe it. It's oppressively boring. It's like, it's like criminally boring. It's I I I, I feel Criminal like I'm not boring. getting the reaction I need. It's like forced. It, it's if someone pried your eyes open uh, and just made you watch a clock m- move for ten weeks. Like that's how boring. It's just it's so <laughs> fucking stupid, <laughs> but not stupid in like a, oh snakes on a plane or like a you know like a Sharknado way. Not like stupid. In, <laughs> There's there are zero fucking Sharknados in the Bible, and they could have used a few, to be honest. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, God's always killing, like, you know, tons of <laughs> citizens. You know, he's always wiping out villages. Why didn't he use a Sharknado? And then, quoth God, I will send thee a Sharknado <laughs> to destroy man, woman, and child. No, that'd be awesome. It's like it's like, look, they've got city walls, motherfucker. I've got a shark. <laughs> so now, it it wasn't even interesting interesting from like say a history standpoint because I hear a lot of people say, you know, when they're talking about the Bible, well, this is this is a way in which to interpret the history of that time, and it's a way in which to. Uh, to get a glimpse of that ancient world, is it is it even in- remotely interesting in that sense? <sighs> no, it's not. It's like if you took this. <laughs> no, no, I appreciate. No. I appreciate the question, but uh, this is very important because what happens is all of you will go home tonight, uh, listeners. If <laughs> you, you go out to listen to a podcast and then you come home, <laughs> <laughs> you you all will after you're done listening to this terrible guest appearance by by Thomas from Thomas in the Bible. You will go home and not read the Bible. You'll all continue in your lives. Tom Cecil, I know you will. You'll continue in your lives of like, oh, that sounded pretty bad. Yeah, but I'm never going to read it. Uh, Meanwhile, I actually read this fucking horseshit, (laughs) and it's the same. It's important, uh, Cecil, that you clear up. This is a good question, clearing up misunderstandings like this. No, it is not interesting in any respect. (laughs) It's the same theme for just pages and pages and pages the theme is guess what i'll do i'll give you god's like amazing fucking theme ready so he created his chosen people i don't why did he choose them i don't know your guess is as good as mine i have no fucking clue why he chose these people there's wait a second hold on hold on back up back up because i have an honest question he actually there is no there is literally no 
no description about why the Jews there are the chosen is people? absolutely no description why the Jews are the chosen people. Really? You, I guess I thought that there would have been something. Yeah, like, you know why? Because like you're they intelligent. they smell really good. Or like they're, like yeah. they're, I really like their hair. I know. Yeah. Like they generally like, help you move when you need it. Yeah, just anything. I, well, really? Like I their women their are penis, generous and bad? I think like, their penises need modification. <laughs> something like that. I like their nervous nature. <laughs> I like how shrewd they are. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is okay. I need to explain. I'm waiting for Woody Allen. I mean, something. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. <laughs> that was actually God's reasoning. Look, if I if I choose these people, one day Woody Allen will happen. So I'm going to do it. I, I need to explain what's happening here because this is very important. Similar to to Cecil's question, you guys are just you're hitting all the perfect themes. Here's what you're doing, Tom. You're applying a smart person's brain, or well, okay, moderately <laughs> moderate. <okay>, not <laughs> let's not let's, let's not just say not here, disabled. Like yeah. <laughs> you're applying, <laughs> you're applying. Tom, a, you have a not disabled brain. Congratulations. I don't mean anyone. Of, <laughs> I, I don't mean anyone any offense. I'm just saying you're not. You're, you're applying your brain, which is you know, eh, it's. <laughs> it's your brain. It's what it's it's what you got. It's the best you have. I'll just put okay. it that way. Yeah. You're all right. no, no. In all seriousness, you're applying a reasonable, rational thinking brain to the Bible. You think here, here's what if I could get into Tom's head. He's thinking, well, millions upon millions of people have believed this this stuff. Like, so surely God would give some reason why the Jews are chosen people. No, that's not how it works. There's no fucking reason. There's no logic to it. It's a terrible book and no one knows because they don't read it. That's what ha- it's it's insane. He just So it- is it just is it just like big swaths of boring? Yes. Surrounding tiny bits of hate because the the, the hate <sighs> is what comes out nowadays, right? Like what we hear is the parts of the Bible that people choose to pick that go against gays, that go against um, immigration, that go against anything basically that's a liberal policy. Oh, those right? were the days. Those right? were the days. That was the entertaining part of the Bible. That was the part Wait, that so was So that readable. hasn't been in a while? You haven't gotten to no, the like, hate nuggets? The last... like, there's no hate nuggets near the end of the I thought, Old I thought like Deuteronomy was full of hate, right? Deuteronomy, isn't isn't that the one that's like full of like, I'm going to make your fucking generations fucking Deuteronomy dry up and die? Deuteronomy is the fifth book of the Bible. That that was tell you when I recorded Deuteronomy sometime in 2011. I'm not joking. Fuck you. Wait a minute. Hold on, because I'm I'm biblically retarded. So everyone how many is. books are in the Old Testament. Four thousand and nine hundred. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. There's uh, I can't remember. It'd be hard to give a count. There's a lot toward the end. Like there's a bunch of little ones toward the end. Um, I'm gonna guess somewhere in the neighborhood of like 20, but I don't have that written out. What's but I can f- tell you that I recorded. Uh, Deuteronomy. I started Deuteronomy. I have my spreadsheet open here <laughs> in April 2011. So that's how long ago that shit was. So that's the Jesus, last time man. it was entertaining. Everything April 2011. It was fucking. There were still trade towers. 2011. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 2001. Uh, oh, that's that's. There goes the, the meningitis again. Yeah, trade towers, but not in New York. Yeah. <laughs> as, as far as Tom knows, they're still there. So let's. Just, oh, yeah. let's just, Hello. Oh, he just got out of the meningitis. It's meningitis head. We're just gonna blame yeah. it on meningitis. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. There was still Barack Obama was still president. But no, wait, that doesn't work either. I don't know. <laughs> Some shit was happening in 2011, and it wasn't what's happening now. Basically, just to that, that'll right. summarize okay. the everything since then, and we're talking again. 
four years of a, a man's life, a very important man to me, four years of my life has been – here's the theme. Ready? Ready, guys? So God chose the Jews for no reason. Again, no reason. Okay. Tag, you're it. The, <laughs> it's a good description. Um, the Jews, uh, again, displaying just an overwhelming ability to be completely mediocre and no better than anyone in the entire Bible – in the Bible even, like even in their book. They're actually worse than other people in their own book, which I guess modesty is a, is a good trait. But anyway, <laughs> they, they continue to – God lays out some rules. Don't worship other gods. Don't blah, 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 blah. The Jews go, uh, no, nah, we're going to do that. And then God's like, what? No, dude, come on. <laughs> Guys, I chose you. Here's, here's the funny – the hilarious thing about God. You want to know the funniest thing about God and, and the reason your listeners should maybe check out my podcast? Here's why God's so hilarious. He's the only real God. <laughs> In this book, he is the only God who's actually a God, and he loses to fake gods. He loses the competition <laughs> for the Jews and for people's worship. He loses to things that aren't real. Could you imagine? Could you imagine how frustrating that would be? What if you guys were the only <laughs> podcast, Cognitive Dissonance, here on out, the only podcast that exists, the only one. There's not even radio. You guys are the only <laughs> audio. It's the most this depressing is, world. This is a hellish world that Jesus. you're describing. Post-apocalyptic Mad Max world know, that you're right? describing. Like, hear like me the out. The road is a vacation in yeah. this kind of. <laughs> <laughs> hear me out. Here we go with me here. You're the it's only like, audio. I know it's a terrible world. I'm oh. <laughs> we need interior curiosa to save us. Babies on trees. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. kind yeah. of world it is. We need Charlie's. Cormac Theron. McCarthy wrote this. Yeah. We need Mad Max to save us from this this reality. Yeah. But you're the only audio medium in the world. And imagine that you guys were losing listeners to <laughs> nothing. So other people are leaving your show. You're telling people like, hey, guys, listen to, listen to our show. It's this great. actually happens to us. I don't know why. People, people sent us emails. Yeah. They're like, I threw away my iPod. Yeah. Yeah. I, destroyed, I don't even own a phone anymore. My mother cannot uh, contact me when she's ill. We've had yeah. people call us up and say, look, I'm going to climb the nearest sniper tower and shoot other people. With oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. You, you get emails that were like, hey, I was listening to your show, but then I heard some power lines were like buzzing really loudly. So I just, I decided to listen to that. It sounded kind of more interesting. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, I went to the dentist that I love the sound of his grill in comparison to yeah. your podcast. I would oh, rather man. smell my own burning flesh. <laughs> I, this, we laugh, but this is the situation God is in. If God is real, this is what happened, guys. He's the only real God. He, and not only that, he performs miracles. He kills people. He he burns people like to death instantaneously. He he cures people. He like does all this shit. He does all this stuff, and he's losing to, to <laughs> statues. People are like, huh? Should we worship the one God that's real and like can you know? He's killed a bunch of us the other day. Like, should we worship? Should we worship that God or I don't know Jerry over there? He's got a a, a statue he made. Yeah, let's worship that. Let's worship the statue. This is what happened. This is the reality of the Bible and. Here's what the last four years of my life have been. That's the story. That's all that happens. God says, guys, come on, man. <laughs> Just, I'm the, I'm the only God. All you need to do is like, you know, give me some, keep me fed. Keep me well fed with some burnt animals and stuff. Yeah, like, <laughs> he loves his burnt animals. He, he really does. And he might be onto something there because barbecue is, is I mean. Right. Sure. I, 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 I get a nice char on those yeah. things. Right. Most believable part of the Bible right there. So I it's understand a good that. bark across the top of that oxen. 
so so he's like, all you gotta do, just you know, bring me some food, keep me well fed, and and like, don't worship Jerry's statue. That's it. Those two things. And <laughs> and and when they stop, when they don't do it, when they inevitably fail for some some reason, I don't know why. Do you know why? I have no idea. It makes no sense. <laughs> Except that the the Israelites are apparently the stupidest people <laughs> to ever exist. If you tell me. I, this is an inescapable argument if you're a Christian. If you believe that the Old Testament is real, if you believe that God is real, this is what you have to believe. This is my version of Hitchens' argument now. I'm actually going to – I should patent this. You have to believe that a God, the only real God, is losing to statues <laughs> with no powers. They have no – nothing. They can do no miracles. They can do – they can't do anything. They can't talk to anyone. But he's losing market share. <laughs> and and he's pretty pissed about it, to be honest. And so that's what happens. It, and it just repeats over and over and over. So to get back to the original question like four or five days ago that, that spawned this, no, historically, that's all it is. Israelites, bad. Oh, God. Err. God says, ah. And then it repeats. Israelites, bad. Oh, and that's it. That's the entire book for like four years of my life. So that that's – So the famous stories of the Bible, the ones that we always hear – Oh. are in the all the beginning so it's like we all yes. know about genesis the stuff from adam and eve we know about uh we know about moses we know about the ark we know about samson we know about uh we know about uh solomon abraham, like solomon. Son, right? abraham. so is all that kind of all in the beginning yeah you've just gone about a page and a half i'd say <laughs> 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 Realistically, though, that's mo it's pretty much all the stories you know are Genesis. And then Exodus is some of them. And then very quickly, it's nothing. Like, there's – you may know <laughs> – It's not even interesting enough to have stories about. Not, what about, like, the walls of Jericho and, like, all the fucking desert battles where there are the Canaanites and the Hematites and the quartz crystals and the uh, – the they're all fighting I each other in the desert for their scraps you, of garbage. I think that was when you got really high that one day and just imagined all <laughs> None of that is actually words, so oh. I don't, no, I, I I'm not sure. I mean, that's there's a lot of that, so I don't I can't remember specifically. So these what you're battles talking. aren't even interesting when you're hearing like reading these battles later on. They're not even interesting. Well, there were a few. Let's see, there were a few times when it, there were some battles. Again, that was pretty early, but for the most part, the last since I would say since let's see. Oh, here's another great thing the Bible likes to do: tell a story and then just repeat the story as though it's like <laughs> important that. Oh, okay, so here's the story repeated. Uh, there's something called Chronicles that just repeats everything that has already happened in the same book. Do you read when you're reading <laughs> when you're reading Harry Potter seven? So there's like a whole you, meanwhile back at the ranch chapter. I I I think it's worse than that because it's like da 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 da, da, da go on forever. It's boring and nothing happens. And then Chronicles is like, hey guys, remember that time when this and this and this happened? Oh, and it just describes. So it's the it's like the part two synopsis that you watch when you watch part two to see part one. Like when you when the office has a two episode span and then you watch the, the 45 seconds of what just right, happened. But it's right? like if it did that for a really long time <laughs> in the same episode, like during the episode, because it's almost like whoever wrote this book didn't have like omniscience or something where they could know that, hey, huh. years from now, you don't need huh. another chapter uh, you know, or another book like describing what's already happened. They have this thing called the books where it's just there once and you don't need, you don't need another yeah, book. That, like, it's kind of written down. Yeah. It's like, literally right here. Uh -huh. What about, 
what about like what about like when does the devil enter into things? Is that is that the devil is a never, when does he come is down to never Georgia? mentioned? I guess that's my the, thing. In the old I mean, test, he's got a fiddle. He's got a fiddle to steal. Yeah, and he's gonna do mm. it at the cross. This this may be something that you might find interesting. The devil is not in the Old Testament. Oh, is he just he's sleepy? He, people think During he's the snake, period. but that's not said anywhere. No one. Hmm. It's never explicitly said like, oh man, the devil was the snake this whole time in Genesis. There's just like a snake. Like for all we know, there just happened to be a talking snake that was like, he was just a guy. He wasn't even the devil. He was, he was just some snake. I was like, hey, look at that apple. Check that out. Oh, okay. And that's it. Could have just been that. It wasn't even the devil. But I think in the New Testament, I, I haven't gotten that far, but I think there's more explicit reference to the Speaking, devil. Now we, now, we know that the fucking Old Testament is shit from mm-hmm. you. Oh, yeah. What are you looking forward to in the New Testament? Here's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to reading something that I at least could call relevant. Let me give you some stats. Let me give you some stats. The Old Testament is, and I'm telling you exactly in terms of page numbers of my particular Bible that I have, the Old Testament, the part where you bring up the Old Testament to a Christian, you say, well, what about this? They say, wait, what, what is that? Oh, Old Testament? We don't, we don't read that. That's we not, don't read that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's not our. That doesn't even count. Yeah, that part that doesn't count, literally 75 to 76% of the Bible. Doesn't that kind of make you want to take a Bible and just like rip 75% yes. of it off and be like, oh, it's this part you're not reading? Shkabrook! And just throw it right in the garbage in front of somebody? It would have saved me years of my life, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? I would have my youth back. I would have my... <laughs> wasted. I'm just, my hair is gray. You can't see me, but I have to get gray. I look like the guy in Indiana Jones after he drank the, the wrong <laughs> goblet. Like, you have chosen poorly. <laughs> <laughs> I did You've choose aged poorly. like a sitting president. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I did choose poorly, and I look like that guy because of the Old wow. Testament. And it doesn't so you're count. So you're looking forward to being able to just be like, well, this is supposed to be relevant, and I'm going to see what's relevant. Exactly. So, all right. I have a stupid question. The The, the Old Testament ends, mm-hmm. right? Does it end with a big cliffhanger? You yeah. know? Like, <laughs> like next uh, week yeah. in the New Testament. Because I, I actually don't know what the span of time is supposed to be history-wise from the ending of the Old Testament to where, like, and now we resume yeah. the, the Bible. days of well, Allah. Well, what right? happened like, at the end of the Old Testament was the Balrog was trying to cross the, <laughs> the cave. And Jesus but then Jesus, like, yeah, Jesus about pass. Yes, and, and I'm, Jesus fell down the, in Moria. No. Like, I don't even know. What's going to happen to Jesus? Because how is he going to how is he going to survive that? Right I mean, before he fell, he fell, he's like, "Pray, you fools!" Pray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, um, your your question assumes there's some logic to the Old Testament, which there's not. There's it's not in chronological order. No one has any fucking clue who wrote what. It's just like here's a book we found. Yeah, let's make it part of the holy official one word of God. Yeah, God. <laughs> and the last book I read, someone was, finds it between <clears throat> their couch cushions. It's like. <laughs> I got this thing. Yeah, and I got a gum wrapper and some old change. Let's also just make that. Just throw it in there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I um, had no idea it wasn't chronologically ordered. I just assumed it was chronologically It's roughly chronological. Like, on the whole, it's roughly chronologically ordered. But the last, you know, like I said, the last books that repeat over and over, they're just the same sort of stories. And, like, I just read, like, Malachi, for example, was the is the last book of the Old Testament. It is the most insignificant thing you could imagine. It just, it's a four chapter book and it just says, oh, you Jews, you better be good. And then guess what? They're not good. That's, that's all it is. Guys, I'm, that's the Bible. That's the Old Testament. That's all it is. Oh, 
stay off my lawn, Jews. Like, that's all it is. <laughs> and then the Jews go on the lawn and they're like, why? I'm the only real God. Why did you go on my lawn? That's, that's it. They literally have the biggest possible lawn. <laughs> <laughs> so it goes, it starts roughly, you know, like, I, I guess it's supposed to, you know, it starts back when the earth was created, as we all know, back in negative 4,000, you know, 4,000 years <laughs> BC. <laughs> 4,000. Yeah, that's when the world was created. And then it goes from like then – or maybe it's like 6,000 years, whatever it is. No, it's 6,000 years ago from now. So yeah, around 4,000. And then it goes to like – I think it gets to about 600 BC was Malachi. Um, and again, that's rough, 600, 500. And then I, I guess nothing happens for 500 years because <laughs> Jesus was just born five on centuries zero. And it's just – that's it? Well, everyone just stood around being like, why isn't anyone writing any of this down? <laughs> this is good stuff. <laughs> Actually, that's where all the interesting shit happened. It just wasn't recorded. Yeah, yeah right. It just haven't found the the scrolls in the right yeah thing yeah. yet. Like they're buried in some goat herder's cave in the middle of fucking ISIS is well, blowing them up as we they're speak. gold ISIS. tablets somewhere buried in somewhere in America. Of course, there you yeah. go. Right? Yeah. <laughs> fucking why didn't I think of that? So we're going to be back at the end of the show talking to Thomas from Thomas and the Bible, atheistically speaking, and Comedy Shoeshine about a horrible story about marital rape. So you're going to want to stick around for that. Who wants to stick around for a story about marital rape? Shh, you're ruining it, Tom. I don't feel like you sold that, You're sir. ruining it, Tom. <laughs> want to contact the guys? Go to DissonancePod.com to get links to their Google+, Facebook, and Twitter accounts. If you want to contact them directly, send an email to dissonance.podcast at gmail.com or you can call and leave a message at 740-74-DOUBT that's 740-743-6828 do you want to support the show go to patreon.com that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash dissonance pod or click the link on the podcast homepage and you can donate to the production of cognitive dissonance on a per episode basis if you can't spare any money, take a second to give us a five-star review on iTunes or Stitcher, or spread the word about the show. We want to send a big, heartfelt glory hole to all the patrons and people who rate us. You fucking rock. So this story comes from the Raw story. A North Carolina Republican reveals his primary mission as congressman to fairly represent his constituents in all ways and matter no uh we're here (laughs) wow you would think yeah right oh my gosh he says we are here as emissaries for christ there's a whole bit of audio where he sounds a little breathy do you want to listen to it a a man sounding breathy how could i not listen to it and uh Let's I don't do know, it. Just like it, just I'll play it. It's a little, right. it's a little. I don't know. He's talking into your heartstrings. The most important message that needs to be heard in this city is the gospel and love of Christ. Well, that transforms lives. You know, we've seen some court yeah. rulings that have unsettled us, cause us a great pain in our heart for our country. I don't hold fault with those who believe different than me. They just don't know my Savior. They don't know the one who loved me and gave himself for me. And that's my mission. That's my primary mission as a member of Congress. Yes, to serve my constituents, to serve my region and my state and my country. But we're here as emissaries for Christ. We're here as emissaries for Christ, you fucking milk toast. <laughs> Are you kidding me? 
God, that guy's about as fucking dynamic as a fucking feather pillow. Oh, man. I, you know, the thing is, is like, could you imagine the way he's saying it? He's like basically saying, look, he's, he's saying an imaginary thing is something that I'm going to take more seriously than a thing that is real. Right. So my cons- my imaginary thing, I'm going to f- be an emissary for that imaginary thing, but I don't really care so much. You're a little less, you constituents right. that actually yeah. voted me into office. So, so the people with skin. Right. The- <laughs> walk around. <laughs> the fleshies, we right. call them. Yeah. Right. It's like a mayor... McCheese or you know, regular kind? No, no, the hamburger. Okay. It's like it's like a mayor taking an oath of office and then saying that they're going to uphold the Night's Watch oath. <laughs> <laughs> I will defend the wall. Yeah, okay. no. Yeah. All right, look, that's, great. I, that's really great that you fucking aspire to be a sword in the darkness. <laughs> okay, but can you fix the fucking potholes on Ashland? Is that possible? You know. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Like, what is what is that all about? That's it. This guy is just he's 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 saying that there's a made up thing. I mean, replace Christ with like fucking Tiamat or some weird fucking yeah, name right. like Harry Potter. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I am going to defend House Gryffindor. Yeah. It's like, yeah. That's, that's not just, a thing. I know somebody. It's, you you almost always want to like pat him on the head and be like. I know somebody wrote it in a book, a really thick book. Yeah. I got it. No, I no, it's OK. It's all white. Yeah. Books aren't all real. Yeah. Like you could write anything. Watch me write words. Watch yeah. them. Watch. Look. Look. Oh, see the squiggles. <laughs> the squiggles make letters, and then the letters make words. Right. And the words, I can write literally anything. Look, I'm made out of giraffes. <laughs> no, it's not true. No, I'm not. <laughs> actually, yeah. actually, I've eaten my share of giraffes. <laughs> Who am I kidding? <laughs> Nobody. Like he's just making it up. He's right, making yeah. something up. But the thing is, like, just because they're they're utilizing a book that's really really old. That somehow that gets a pass. It's that old hairdryer thing, right? That, you know, when God, uh, George Bush stands up yeah. and talks to God every day, but if he talked to God through his hairdryer, you'd think he's crazy. Right. Yeah. yeah. But just talking to God isn't crazy. Well, no, talking to God is equally crazy. Sure. And we're just, we're just thinking it real hard. Like, I'm just thinking it. I do like, I do like when he says, um, you know, he says something like, well, you know, I don't, He's basically saying, like, referring to, to homosexuals obliquely, you know, he's like, yeah, but, you know, they just don't know my savior. He's like, I'm not, I'm not salty with those guys, but they just, they don't, they know, don't know my yeah, savior. They don't know my like, savior, yeah. Yeah, so he's basically being like, oh, you know, I mean, they're just fucking ignorant. And I don't want to say that they're a bunch of ignorance, but what I'm saying is that they are actually ignorant. And what he's also saying is, is that they're, they're not only ignorant, but they're going to find out how much he dislikes them. Oh, yeah, right. I'm not yeah. done. Right. I'm gonna, I mean, I, I treat them with love in my heart. I have love in my heart to tell you that you're wrong. Yeah. Transforms oh, okay. life. What does it mean? It transforms lives. Like all of a sudden somebody's like, oh, man, I totally had a great life. Like I, I, I have my partner and he's, you yeah. know, we're, we're happy together. And then I met Jesus and now I have. Like what? Like what is how? What's transformed? Nothing needs transformation. It's like that's the problem is that they think it needs transformation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The man across the street who lives in that real big white house. God loves him. Aren't we in the hate him crowd? I thought. Did I go to the wrong door? Aren't I, I supposed clap? to clap? Is this where I clap now? I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm not in the right crowd. Yeah. I've got guns. Where do I go if I've got guns? <laughs> I've got guns and trucks. I want to go to the guns and trucks door. And God is working in his heart because we're praying for him. That he would know the love of Christ. 
transforms everything. Transforms everything we do and think and believe. That, you know, I don't care what issue that we work on in public policy and legislation. It all comes down to the reality of Christ. You know, it's like, I'm going to give you the love of Christ, but I'm not going to allow you to love each other. Right. I'm going to give you the love of Christ, but I'm going to make you have a baby that you don't want. <laughs> Here's the love of Christ. Take care of this uh, infant with uh, horrifying defects that was conceived through rape. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, guys, I love you, Jesus. Oh, he's an incest baby. He's got two heads. That's yeah. adorable. Oh, look at that. Yeah. This, it looks just you know, like his father, who's na- also my father. Na- <laughs> name one after his father and then one after his father. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, God. I just, I, you know, <clears throat> what it feels like is so condescending. It just feels like, oh, you don't know the love of Christ. Right. Oh, right. you're just so stupid. It's okay. I'm going to tell you about him. Yeah. Right. Well, and it's, and it's also, it's not even just the love of Christ, right? Because he's, when he's talking about Obama, who is a Christian, and when, you I know, know would and, fucking and, know the love of Christ. Right. You know, so he's basically. I mean, he knows saying, a blacker love of Christ. Yeah, a darker, your, a yeah, darker it's skin not love, right of love of Christ. Yeah. So what he's saying is, like, it's not the right love like you don't you're not the right kind it's not just that you're not you're just not the right kind of christian in other words you're not me yeah and until you become me you're wrong and but i still love you i don't want to now i don't want to come off sounding like a jerk yeah but you're gonna burn in the eternal fires of hell because you're not me unless you experience the love of christ right but not that black christ it's like fucking black santa (laughs) like what is it some fucking kwanzaa christ My dad is just a little racist, and so Colleen and I, for years, we would buy Black Santa wrapping paper and wrap his Christmas presents in Black Santa wrapping paper. Because it's fucking hilarious, and he would never say anything. But I know it kind of irked him. (laughs) (laughs) We we also buy, like, we still actually sometimes do this. We buy, like, Hanukkah paper and wrap, like, we just wrap things in Hanukkah paper, even though we're not Jewish, and we give them to, like... My mother-in-law, and she's just, she's like, I don't know why you guys can't just buy nice paper, you know? <laughs> I love that people are judging you for the paper you give them. It makes them a little, it's, like, Colleen is a specialist at what we call poking the bear. She finds what bothers people just enough to kind of make them set their teeth, but not enough to say anything back. And she'll just be like, poke. Here's your black Santa wrapping paper. Here's your Kwanzaa paper. It's just it's these little things. It's it's delightful. It's absolutely delightful. Your wife has at- mastered the art of being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, Thomas, we wanted to talk to you about this uh, delightful story from the Patheos blogs. This is from the Progressive Secular Humanist blog. Christian marital expert, that's in quotes for a reason, says women should submit to marital rape. Um, evidently, this is from a, uh, a a website called Biblical Gender Roles, um, which I can't imagine anybody navigating to. But not only do they navigate to it, but evidently they sometimes send, like, fucking Dear Abby-style, like, uh, (laughs) advice letters. And this guy gives the worst possible advice. I'm going to read the letter, and then I'll turn the story over to you to to talk about the. This is the letter. Uh, This is an excerpt from the letter written by uh, somebody's wife. It says, My husband and I have been married for nine years. 
My husband has sex with me, whether I want it or not, all of the time. It has tainted our marriage and our sex life to the point of disgust. Even when I would cry, he would still have sex with me. I can read a book, and he will still have sex with me. I've tried to tell him how this makes me feel. I've begged and pleaded with him not to do this to our marriage, that I feel like his whore or his piece of trash. He doesn't care. I hate when he touches me. It literally makes me sick to my stomach. So please tell me how this is not a sin, how this is not rape or abuse of some sort, because in my mind, I feel like I'm living with my molester every day. Wow. So this is a letter that this guy that this that this this guy got, and he yeah. responded, Thomas, oh, in sorry. a biblically loving way. <laughs> well, I I don't mean to make you know light of this woman's situation, but has she tried reading a book called How to Poison Your Husband without him knowing? Because <laughs> then I would I would think maybe that she could you know get yeah. not have to have sex that night if maybe she turned right. oh here let me just get my book and then you I, know, very conspicuous. I will admit when I. When I read that, I thought, you know, because I think she's insinuating she's reading a book while he's having sex with her. That's, she's not but, just insinuating it. She, like, says it, but, doesn't she? But but it could also be read that, like, I even read books and he's not turned off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> as, if yeah. he, like, as if he comes into the room and he's, like, fucking raging to go and, she, yeah. and he sees her reading a book. He's like, oh, fucking death go. Can't <laughs> that- you at least cover yourself in dog feces first? <laughs> reading a book in a, my house? That would turn a Christian off. That's, yeah. that's for sure. All right. Yeah, God well, damn. I, I, I'm learning. really excited, really excited to make jokes jokes about uh, marital rape. That's fun. I, I guess all the <laughs> all the uh, children murder stories were taken, so we had to yeah. go with this. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but seriously, I, and, and this this is terrible, and it sucks. This obviously the situation she's in is is awful. Um, and I just want to say that, like, well, there's so many things to say. Let let's see, here's a selection from the answer. Uh, it says this, a woman who has sex with her husband, even when she does not feel like it, even when her husband is not doing everything he should, is doing exactly what God wants her to do. She is living according to the spirit and not according to the flesh. I wonder the gender of the person who wrote that. I'm just wondering, like, <laughs> you know, who just wondering up, that out loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who came up with this whole Bible thing? I wonder, like, what was it a woman? No, probably not. Was, <laughs> I mean, if I had, it's probably 50 50, you know, like, yeah. What do you know? Who, who would have thought if, if men write a book about what God wants them to do, who would have thought it would turn out this way? I mean, really, yeah, right. but could the you book incidentally also says I can have sex with women whenever I want them to. Yeah, exactly. And I'm you can saying. take as many wives <laughs> as you want, but if does yeah. it say that? Um, well, the, the best examples of, it doesn't explicitly say it, but there's a reason people talk about like biblical version of marriage. Some of the best examples of people who are prophets and they're like leaders in the old Testament, it, it will just casually say like, Oh, and he had like, you know, 75 sons with like 80 different women and like all this stuff. It just says that like, it's normal. It doesn't even, it doesn't even make any judgment on it. That's just like <laughs> the right thing to do. If you're a godly person back then, it, I love the part where it says, even when the husband is not doing everything he should, like who is making these rules? It'd be one thing if it said like, now, now ladies, your husband has worked in a you know fucking coal mine all day or back, whatever it was. In, what did they do for a living in the Bible? Your, your husband, your husband has <laughs> they been sacrificed oxen. Yeah, your husband has been a living yeah. regiment of oxen sacrifice. That's it. But I love how it says like in the even, oxen mines. <laughs> <and they're just laughs> <laughs> oh, where oh, do you think shit. they got them all? Uh, another rough day in the oxen mine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, these they have big... oxens pulling out the oxens. <laughs> oxen. Yeah. It is bigger. It's just never ending larger oxen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're, 
they're ripping the, they've got like fucking pickaxes. There's like, a, like an oxen hanging no, out of the wall. No, they're just using they're... oxens on sticks to hit the other oxens. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's all oxen all the time. It's just. It's like a whole mountain full of oxen. It's, just a... it's like a whole <laughs> oxen mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Makes a weird humming sound. and Inevitably, your husband succumbs to hair lung after. <laughs> The goddamn oxen mines. It's a killer. <laughs> no, they don't cave in, but you get gored every yeah, now and yeah, again. It's it terrible. Yeah, so it'd be one thing if it said like, oh, yeah, yeah, listen, your husband's gonna die of oxen lung and you know hair lung. <laughs> Just have sex with him while he's still here. He works yeah. all day, whatever. But I love how it says like, even if your husband's not doing everything he should, like this is a little biased. I think maybe, yeah, perhaps. But it's like, and this is like, it, it's not that he's not doing everything he should. He's raping you. Like, yeah. it's, like, it's not like, yeah, and what he shouldn't be doing <laughs> right. is raping, raping you. you. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's like, it's not like he's like, oh, I would like to have sex. It's like, well, you didn't buy me flowers today. It's like, well, I'm just going to rape you. Like, well, there's literally nothing you could do prior to that that would make this okay. Yeah. Like, I can't. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, you could be the very best husband in the world. Right. You could be the, and, and, and still come home and she's like, I'm not really into sex. And I'd be like, well, that's too bad. Right. We're still doing it. You're an awful human being. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't, yeah. There's nothing. It's like, oh, well, maybe he should have done something different. Well, maybe he shouldn't have raped you. That's the thing he <laughs> yeah. should have done different. That's the right? thing. Yeah. This is all 100% true. And, and I, I just wanted to point out that even on its own terms, it's bullshit. Cause it's like, even if, even if you want to say like, oh, the, the husband has some right. I love how the woman doesn't have the right to say no, but the husband has the right to not be doing everything he should, but still get sex just because sure. whatever yeah. he wants. You're absolutely right. I was, I was taking it a small step of like its own logic of how bad it is. Let me, let me give you guys a lesson here. All listeners, you know, I don't know if you're married or not, but, all marriage does is it, it gives you like a tiny benefit. So let me, if you will, uh, so one of you, you know, I, I forget both your names, but one of you, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> one of you pretend to be my wife who doesn't want to have sex with me. Uh, if, well, I don't want to have sex with you, so that feels oh, that easy. Should, so that, that should help yeah. you get into the character. Right, so, sure, yeah. So, uh, hey, uh, Ta- Tamina, Ta- Ta- Tammy. <laughs> hey, Tammy, I, I, I know, you know, you always turn me on when you're doing your big podcast and everything. I just... um. What do you think, uh, you know, sex tonight? Huh? What do you think? Yeah, I'm going to go with no on that one uh, again. Here, here's just what don't. marriage gets you, just so everyone knows. But, eh? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what marriage gets you. It gives you the right to go like, oh, uh, come on. Like, it gives eh? you like one or two, like, uh, you know, that's all it gives you. See, with a stranger, <laughs> let's pretend we're we're strangers. And then I come to, to Tom and I'm like, hey, uh. Uh, it, 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 there's, there's, there's a much bigger process. There's a lot of paperwork you have to go through to initiate <laughs> sex with a random stranger. You have to go up to the straight. This is how you do it in bars. I don't know. If you've been a while since you guys have been single, but you go up to a girl, you know, good looking girl like Tom and, and you say, Tee-hee. uh, whereby seeing is how we are both, uh, of sound mind and body. And we, uh, we're both two consenting adults. I would, I wonder if perhaps we could, uh, I brought a notary. In so. the, yeah. <laughs> In the, yeah. yeah, with the witness of this notary here, I was wondering if we could engage in the beautiful act of making love um, with, with you. And then Actually, they say, "I'm doing it, so it's not so beautiful. It's kind of disgusting." No, then I, what uh, happens yeah. is you they say the no, and you have to go. Oh, sorry. Okay, but marriage oh, I just took you, you for someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone Ma- that would sleep with me. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's exactly what I miss. I mistook you for a blind, insensate human. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Uh, so I mean, it just gives I'm you that looking extra like your friend with less options. Yeah. Is she available? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's the lesson here. I mean, I think this is hard science. I mean, marriage just yeah. gives you that. Eh, you're allowed. You're, you're allowed to go like ah, and like once without being considered a sex offender. I think that's the benefit. That's God, that's the marital Jesus. benefit for a man. You know that. Oh. Yeah. Look at me. Come on. You know. Whereas if you do that in uh, public, people are like, oh, this creep. Oh, this guy is an absolute <laughs> monster. He is a horrible human being. But still, when your wife says no, then you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. That's how that's how life should go. Just for this Bible expert, if we want to try to get him on the phone or something. But that that's how <laughs> marriage works. Uh, just to explain it scientifically for everyone here and now. <laughs> well, this this guy had some some more advice in his in his response back to her. He says maybe maybe he gets better. He says, "Is her husband raping her or abusing her by having sex with her when she is not in the mood? Aside from his physically aside." Aside from his physically harming her by forcing himself upon her, no, he's not abusing his wife from a biblical perspective. Even if he did physically force himself upon her, it is impossible, all caps, impossible, biblically speaking, for a man to rape his wife. Wipe. Wife. Wife. Jeez. <laughs> what? To, for a man Abuse? to wipe his yes. wife. <laughs> rape? No. What? The and fuck? I thought, like... The first thing you think when you read that, at least for me, is like, well, first of all, I can't set aside physically harming somebody. Like, there's no way you could be like, well, set aside the physical harm. Like, actually, why don't we address that immediately? <laughs> <laughs> rather than rather than set that aside. Sure. It'd be like if you went to the dentist and the dentist was like, and you're like, well, okay, so what the, what's this going to be like? You know, you're going to fill a, you know, I'm going to get a root canal. Well, aside from the agonizing, torturous pain. And you'd be like, wait a minute. I literally can't hear anything else that you're about to say. Yeah. I'm not yeah. setting aside the agonizing, <laughs> torturous pain. We are going to address that first and immediately. But also it's like, from a biblical perspective, this isn't rape or whatever. And it's like, well, then that perspective is valueless. Yeah, from you a biblical perspective, you can't eat fucking shellfish. You can't. There's a bunch of shit. There's a million reasons this is the dumbest shit ever. And and you're totally right. It's like I don't I don't like how he just brushes aside that part because where's the line? Sure, you would say, okay – uh, the, there's some quote they reference of like, well, the man's, the woman's body or the wife's body is the man's. And then it also says like the man's body is the wife's. And it's like, yeah, but yeah, who are we kidding? There's nothing. It's not going the other way. <laughs> but, but, but it, it, what it, it says like, oh, you can't, obviously you can't, he can't harm you. He can't, you know, physically harm you or whatever. But where's the line? Like, could he sell your organs without you knowing? Like what, what, what is the line? Of no, him I think having you would control? know. I mean, I think you would know if someone <laughs> sold your organs. Would, how many kidneys do you have right now? You have no fucking idea. <laughs> I, I call bullshit on <laughs> whatever your guess is. You have Look, no idea. I don't me. have any working kidneys. <laughs> I have diabetes. It makes. I literally lost a foot earlier this evening. <laughs> I didn't even shrug. Yeah. I didn't even. We threw it on the barbecue. Yeah. How many livers do you have? The average human does not know. The average human just doesn't yeah. know these things. Right. So if your husband sells one or two of your extra livers without you knowing, <laughs> that. That is not that, – that doesn't qualify under these biblical rules. Somehow they're sneaking rape in there like, yeah, it's just one thing you're allowed to do. Well, sure, you're not allowed to kill your wife, but, you know, you're just – like you say, they're sort of ignoring the harm that it causes and just saying that like, well, God wants you to do that. So just go ahead and do it, I guess. 
When it's like, if even if that were true, even if it was like, well, from a biblical perspective, you can rape your wife. Like, well, then that's not a book to follow. Like that clearly <laughs> has, like that book clearly has no moral teaching within it. Like, let's just fucking burn that. It'd be like saying, like, yeah. well, according to Mein Kampf, you can burn the Jews. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, okay, I'm gonna use a different. Let's book. make that the law of the land. Yeah, and it's like, okay, well, if we're going with that, then you know, I guess this person clearly, if he works on the Sabbath, we can stone him to death, right? Is he gonna? Go for that same thing. Sure, yeah, right? There's all those other prescriptions yeah. that yeah. they would have to follow. But I think you're right. I think that there's a there, there's this level of disconnect where people read this and go, oh, well, God said I can do something really horrible. So it's totally fine that I can totally just do something absolutely abhorrent. That would be abhorrent in any other context. Right. But this sort of gives you the ability to just be awful. And I don't – I mean is it – I just wonder what the what the mindset of a person who – reads this and is somebody who believes what this person's saying, right? There's there's people out there who are going to read this blog if it's not a troll blog, right. which I have no idea. You know, I I Maybe looked at is. the blog and it looked it looked relatively legit, but I, I mean, I don't know. It could be a troll who's writing all this stuff. Although I looked at the comments on this and the comments were even sort of following yeah, and this. To go to your point, I mean, even if this, you know, happened to be a troll blog, there are a lot of people who have the point of view that you're allowed to rape your wife. You know, that's definitely a common thing. Yeah. Like your wife is responsible for sex for the husband. And like there, that's yeah. a prevalent view, I think. So sure. Yeah, to your like, point. Even if somebody said, Tom, you're allowed to rape your wife, I'd be like, well, I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd be like, what? Well, that's horrible. Yeah, like, I should. I would. I would immediately lobby to not be allowed to do yeah. that. <laughs> right. Because Tom, you're like, it, well, I could do that, or uh, maybe just like consent. Maybe like, yeah, maybe right. go with that like, option. I mean, it'd be like if somebody's like, well, Tom, I'll tell you what. Today, Tuesday, we're gonna let you dump mercury into a fucking preschool. I'd be like. Well, I'm still not going to do that. Yeah. That seems like a terrible thing to do. Sure. Right. I Thanks have... for granting me that wonderful privilege. Now I'll go right. ahead and just not use it. It's almost like the book, the Bible, <laughs> the Bible by God, was written by men without the benefit of thousands of years of secular moral progress. It's, it's not almost not like that. Oh, yeah. It's similar to that in yeah. that this is precisely what it is. Yeah. <laughs> similar except that God, all-knowing God, totally did write the Bible. But everything, every other part, it's sort of like that. You do Thomas in the Bible, but that's not your only podcast. What are your other podcasts? It is not my only podcast by a long shot, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, atheistically speaking. It's not speaking, even his best podcast. <laughs> it's not in my top ten. <laughs> uh, atheistically speaking is my other, you know, my major podcast. And that's where I talk about more serious and philosophical issues, believe it or not, until I have you chumps on. Then then all bets are off. <laughs> then all bets but, are off. Right. <laughs> no, um, I actually really love when you guys come on. I can't wait for you to come on again. Um, and then I also have Comedy Shoeshine, which is – that's the All Bets Are Off show. <laughs> that's yeah. the comedy show where it, All Bets Are Off and it's merely comedy and has nothing to do with the two uh, other shows. So that's my life pretty much in a nutshell. All right. So if we wanted to find your shows, where what do we get? Do you have like one website to rule them all? Do you have like a – like a fucking ring yeah, of websites. Yeah, it's Google. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I was, yeah, was going to say google.com slash search question mark slash, <laughs> slash atheistically speaking. I don't Why know. would I do all this? <laughs> Send me to Mordor, please. Yeah. Um, you can go to atheisticallyspeaking.com or, or thomasinthebible.com or just go to iTunes. My favorite thing to tell people is go to iTunes and search atheist 
with an I, and then I, I'm the first podcast. <laughs> Athe- it's the atheist, hey, yeah. If you, if you search atheist, I'm like the nine thousand millionth podcast that comes up after like just all kinds of other garbage. It's just like atheists, atheists, atheists is uh, having fun. Ex atheists, atheists are used to be religious. Like just all these podcasts now. <laughs> There's actually this is a, a scientific fact I found out the other day. There are more podcasts than there are um, people. <laughs> so it's I I don't know how you guys only have one. You must ha- be hiding uh, like forty or fifty others that you do. I so, couldn't uh, convince Cecil to do more work. Oh God, no! I I, I mean I I'm willing no I'm more. willing to continue to Let's do less. End this conversation. You know what? It <laughs> sounds like the Bible of cognitive dissonance was written by Tom. Yeah, and Cecil <laughs> shall do all the work. And uh, so this sort of models, this answers that question from earlier. It's like that's what happens when it's written from one perspective. You don't really have to take the work into account too much. You're like, yeah, just do, yeah, do that. Just make another podcast over there. Yeah, God's like a delegator. Yeah, just like exactly. get this done. It looks like it should be done. Yeah. Is it done? Make it more done. <laughs> well, Thomas, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I love you guys and I love your show. So we want to thank uh, the most recent patrons, John, David, Warren, Elaine, Andrew, Zach, Curtis, Lizzie, Fine Al Gib Ashwell. That's <laughs> funny. I think it's awesome. Rick, John, Elizabeth, Ons, and Paul. Thank you all so much for your generous donations. We super appreciate it. It is just so great. Uh, to uh, to have people who like the podcast enough to give. We also had a one-time donation, Tom. We did, uh, from Dennis through PayPal. So thank you so much. It's very generous of you. We very much appreciate it. We got a message from Nick, and Nick <laughs> was talking about Todd Starnes, Locust and Cicada speech. He said, uh, then again, if Todd Starnes prayed to a god for a plague of naked roll rats the size and temperament of a rabid corgi, then we'd all be in trouble. The only good news is that they'd probably go for the pack of hot dogs on the back of Todd Starnes' neck first, giving us a few seconds to run. That's great. That's amazing. I thought it was hilarious. Thank very you very funny. much, Nick. Uh, this is from Carolyn, and Carolyn says, I've been listening to your podcast since the beginning, but I guess I never really paid attention to the Skeptic's Creed at the end. Yeah, Tom hasn't either. And it says, uh, why are your uh, your evidential hands bloody? You're doing evidence wrong. My husband is a scientist, and he never once comes home with bloody hands. That's because he's using lube to fist people, Carolyn. <laughs> That's, That's you know, why. It if would you be... don't, bloody hands all day. <laughs> well, you gotta, you just take those latex gloves off, and you're fine. You go home to your... <laughs> That's just, My hands were bloody at work, but that's called being a polite yeah, husband. Exactly. That's what yeah. that's all about. Tom, we got a message from uh, – this is from DV. He says, hey, guys. So I live in the South. Insert South jokes here. Anyway, everyone around loves to say have a blessed day in their best Southern accent. Hey, y'all. Have a blessed day. Oh, God. I just <laughs> threw up in my mouth hearing that. Uh, how would you guys react to this? I don't want to be a dick, but I feel like if I say you too or thanks, I'm projecting to them that I believe the same ridiculous things that they do. I'm at a loss here because, well, I feel like I'm the only atheist around this fucking shit town. Seriously, fuck this town. <laughs> I know this sounds stupid, but it drives Seriously. me crazy. Fuck this town. Mainly because these people think everyone believes the same way that they do, and I want them to know that not everyone does. Without being a dick about it. The problem is, is that there's no way not to do that without being a dick. I used to back when, back when I first became sort of a 
I don't know, like a vocal atheist, I'll say. Uh, people used to say, God bless you when you'd sneeze. And I got into the habit of saying, no, thank you. And I realized how shitty that sounds. Because what they're saying to me when they say they're not even people who aren't uh, religious yeah. say God bless right. you after you're done. Or they'll say bless you after you sneeze. Right. It's just a thing people do it's to a be reflex. polite, yeah. right? Um, I got in the habit of instead of saying that because you sound weird. It's it, there's a weird silence. I don't know. It's just a. It's I don't know. It's like an American thing, but there's a weird silence there after somebody sneezes that you almost feel like you have to punctuate. Yeah, right. There's this weird. So I got into the into the, into the uh, habit of saying gazuntite. Yeah, which I don't know what that means, but it sounds different than bless you. So yeah. I just say it. But I think it means good health or something. But I don't really care. Right. It doesn't. It, I'm not saying bless you. I don't think I am. Well, at least I'm not saying Maybe. it in English. I'm yeah, not saying right. it in English, so who cares, right? The thing is, you're just, you're just making sound. If I say bless you in Mandarin, you wouldn't know what the fuck I said. Right. But in any case, uh, I, it's, it's real hard not to sound like a dick. I mean, you just sound like a dick sure. when you, when you say no thank you or that's not fucking, I don't believe in that shit. <laughs> I don't know what you, yeah, right. because it's, there's no way to have a short conversation about it. And the only thing you can do is have a small, a short quip and it doesn't sound, you just sound like there's a jerk. There's nothing you can do. Somebody says have a blessed day. The only thing you can do is say thanks. That's because, yeah. I say thanks. I don't say you too. Right. I won't return a blessing because that's just that's weird. Like yeah. you know, it's it's odd. But I'll say thanks, and yeah. that's it. And yeah. I find it annoying too. I do too. But there's nothing you can say. I don't like it. At, I don't like it in people's professional emails and voicemails. That kind of makes me crazy too. Like, do you run across that in people? Yeah, people do it. It's like yeah. oh, have a blessed day. It's like fucking. They'll no. just, like they'll email signature will just say yeah. have a blessed day. No, I'm thinking, it makes me well, nuts. well, how blessed can it be if you're sending it to everyone? We got a message from Ross and he says, I'm from the UK and as a result, I have no idea what this Portillo's place is. However, judging by the conversation at the end of last week's podcast, I have to assume it's a top rate gay bar, something to do with food. He says, I base it on the phrases, the, the phrases being used like really solid beef places. <laughs> Really big beef combo with Jardinera. It's actually a big beef combo with Jardinera on it. And you spelled Jardinera totally wrong. You spelled it with a J. Crazy. It's a fucking G, dude. Get it straight. God. It's a fucking G. Fly over to Chicago. <laughs> we will feed you some Jardinera <laughs> with a G. <laughs> Eating a sausage. sausage. <laughs> beef and olive oil. Now, I will admit right away that that sounds really That's gay. super good. That sounds good. Eating a sausage. <laughs> and also, the last one, chocolate cake shake. Yeah, I think that does. That's, that's, uh, you're right. Yeah, Fair right. enough. Okay. Yeah. Got us. You that's got okay, us. though. It's a delicious beef joint. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play oh. something sent to us by uh, Andrea. Oh. We met Andrea at ReasonCon, and she says uh, she's here in Bumfuck, Alabama. And this is what happened on 4th of July uh, at the uh, the karaoke bar. I feel like puking again. <laughs> Somebody torture a cat. Well, they are, clearly. Ugh. Are you going to play the whole thing? Of 
key do you have to be that's before you realize amazing. you're not a key? That's that is amazing. Somebody should just take those microphones and beat those girls to death with them. <laughs> rather than I think that's a mercy. Actually, <laughs> it's a mercy for the audience. Okay, so we've got a message. This is from uh, Final Gibesh Well, and uh, they sent us a message about uh, about an Islamist ex- extremeless Islamist is what they said. Salami Lakeum, blue ribbon American pigs. <laughs> My name is American Fine Gibashwell, an extremeless Islamist. <laughs> Let me just say that I absolutely hate your show. Cool. What Pat Robertson is to you, you are to me. I have had to resort to listening to your show just to get worked up enough to pray five times a day. I also fear I might be developing a tolerance for your voices and words, and tolerance is haram. That's great. <laughs> I can still do the beard thing for, unlike you two, Allah has blessed me with great virility, and all I have to do is not shave. Yes, I watched the eggnog video. Puny beards, the both of you. I laugh at your unmanliness. Maybe you should start wearing burqas. Good Allah, I feel better now by doing basically nothing. Maybe confession was a good idea, but no, we have Talba instead. Stupid Mohammed always making life hard for me. Anyway... Ask salami, lakeum, and a long black cock to you. That's pretty great. So long. We got a bunch of emails, Tom. You fucked up the Utah liquor laws. I did. Turns out Utah's liquor laws are even more ridiculous than I could have possibly imagined. (laughs) We got a message. Uh, This is from Helena Behandbasket. And uh, she says, so I had this dream the other night. (laughs) Obama was in the Oval Office and a booming voice said, in the house of white. The Kenyan shall abideth. And then he started kicking these two <laughs> eagles. And the eagles were laughing and snorting and making jokes. And Pat Robertson was there. And I woke up. I realized I had fallen asleep to your show. It's prophecy be forewarned. That's great. And I like the disclaimer. Dreams in this email may be faker than they appear. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Thank you, Helena. We got a message from Jessica, and she has a song for us. So this is uh, Jessica's song. Deep in the glory hole. The big brown cock goes in and out. Deep in the glory hole of Texas. Shitty fat <laughs> fucks and religious nuts. Deep in the glory hole of Texas. A fetus in bloom. Forced birth for you. Deep oh, in the God. glory hole of Texas. The KKK prays away the gay. Oh. Deep in the glory hole of Texas. Dabba dabba doo. Yadda da boo. Have I got a glory hole for you? That's awesome. We fear Jade Helm and everyone brown. Deep in the glory hole of Texas. Don't need a vacation. Jesus is here on vacation. He's getting <laughs> off in the glory hole of Texas. Glory hole, motherfuckers. That's amazing. That is so that spectacularly is so great. great. I love that. I think that's one of the best things ever possible. It's fucking really sad, though. I will say that. Uh, there's too much truth in it. I know, that's the problem, right? We got a message from Matt in J-Clan, and he says, I couldn't find an answer on Google, what's a euro? Uh, And he spelled it uh, euro, E-U-R-O. And I think he's referring to our comments about the wonderful lamb and beef sandwich made in Chicago called a euro. Right. 
which is pronounced, which people spell gyro. Right. Yeah. So it's spelled G Y R O S. And people mispronounce it all the time. You'll hear people be like, yeah, I'm getting one of them gyroses. Yeah. You know? <laughs> gyroses. Like, I like a couple gyroses. Yeah. Take, and, 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 it's amazing too because you can. I, I'm sure you've had this experience. We can be like, yeah, we're gonna go get some gyro or whatever, and someone will be like, I love gyros. Yeah, and they'll just like, they'll respond with the, <laughs> like wrong, the wrong thing all yeah. the time. Yeah. Like, yeah, get get me one of those gyros. They even have signs in Chicago at many places about that how say, to pronounce it. It's pronounced gyro, right? Like it's, but I think it's gyros. But since we're American, we cut off the S because S means plural to us. Right. Yeah. And like, so I only want like, one. I only want a single one because there are a lot of food. So yeah, I just right. want a gyro, not a gyros. Right. But yeah, it's gyros, I yeah. guess, is the. You got to kind of like move your head you a little bit when you. Bob the. Gyros. Gyros. You yeah. got to pretend you're driving a taxi yeah. cab. But it's not to be confused with, uh, with a thing that is nearly as much as a dollar now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Or a money you can't use yeah, in Greece. Money- <laughs> <laughs> we got a great message from David, and David made a uh, a beer for us. He made an extra special bitter uh, recipe, and we're, Tom and I are going to try it soon. So we want to thank David for thinking up a beer. That's really a cool idea. Yeah, that's great. So you sent us this recipe. You you brew in a bag. I brew in a bag. It's going to be great. We're gonna we're gonna get this done. We got a message from Guy, and Guy sent us a video. I'm not going to play the audio for you, but it's fucking amazing. It's uh, somebody I don't. I, I think it sounds like a Islamic call to prayer in the background, and then this dog <laughs> is is doing the howl, the whoa, 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 yeah, whoa howl. That. Yeah, hilarious. It's awesome. It sounds great. It's a couple it's minutes great. long though, so I'm not going to play the whole thing. But if you want to see the video, I'll embed it in this week's show notes. Unlike Tom, I will give you the correct number. It's 238. It it is. (laughs) (laughs) So we want to thank Thomas from Thomas in the Bible, who just finished his new his Old Testament trek, who's starting on the New Testament trek very soon. Uh, He also does a show called Atheistically Speaking, which we will be on very soon. We will. We're going to fuck that up. And uh, Andy does a show called Comedy Shoeshine. So uh, you should check out his podcast. He's a great guy, funny guy, and uh, and his podcasts are quality. We also want to mention that on the 10th, Jake from Imaginary Friends Show released a, uh, a show with Tom and I in it. And uh, and so if you want to find it, it's on imaginaryfriendshow.com. It's episode 268. Uh, and it's explicit because he yeah. can't. He, his show is not normally explicit, but it, we were on it, and and we kind of sometimes we attack. We it. get a little carried away. So yeah. so he has an explicit episode. It was pretty great, and uh, we had a great time. So uh, so if you want to check it out, like I said, it's episode two sixty eight of his podcast, uh, imaginaryfriendshow.com. Uh, but uh, that's gonna wrap it up for this week. We will have a mid show, midweek show next week. And uh, and you should look for that. But uh, but until next time, we're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptics Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. 
Leo Pisces, Cancer Cures, Detox, Reflex, Foot Massage, Death and Towers, Tarot Cars, Psychic Healing, Crystal Balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, Aliens, Churches, Mosques and Synagogues, Temples, Dragons, Giant Worms, Atlantis, Dolphins, Truthers, Birthers, Witches, Wizards, Vaccine Nuts, Shaman Healers, Evangelists, Conspiracy, Doublespeak, Stigmata, Nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands. Bloody. Evidential. Conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council.